ready, Steve? Uh-huh. Andy? Yeah! Bert? Well, all right, fellas. Let's go! You're listening to CFRN, the Christian Financial Radio Network. Good afternoon, traders, and welcome back to the CFRN E-Mini Futures Cast. This is the daily broadcast of Indeterminate Length, where we discuss all things E-Mini, along with some really big ideas on the finer points of trading gold, bonds, crude, sugar, the euro. Joining us today, Mr. Michael Borg. From our trading desk in Chicago, Mr. Burton Schlichter. Now, to get things started, let's go to our host and founder in Studio A, overlooking South Mountain, America's largest city park. Here's Dwayne. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back. Today is Monday, 13th day of December, 2021. Let's see, what does that give us? 12 more shopping days. Mm, but I'm sure you're already aware of that. So, that said, I'm going to have to remove this jacket because it is making some kind of noise as it rubs against my cable here. Okay, well, welcome to the show. So glad you're here, whoever you are, wherever you are. We're glad you're here right here, right now. If you can't see the screen I have up, go to our homepage at CFRN.net. On the right-hand side of the page, click the big microphone, follow the instructions. You'll be registered in about 30 seconds, and that will give you one-click access to the show each and every day. It's also the best way to join because it gives you access to the question box, so that you can ask questions and participate in the discussion. Now, we do stream live each day on our YouTube channel, which is easy to remember, youtube.com slash CFRN. Really, uh, you'll want to see the charts uh, as we go through the show, as we talk about the different markets, we talk about the different trades. You want to be able to see what we're talking about. So if you happen to be listening to this broadcast after the fact via one of your favorite podcast players, Apple, Overcast, Spotify, uh, wherever fine pods are cast, you can hit pause right now on your podcast player and just point your browser to youtube.com slash CFRN and click on today's date. You'll still be... You'll be able to see the charts and videos, but you still won't, of course, be able to ask questions because it's after the fact. But if you join us live each day from that link on our homepage, CFRN.net, click the big microphone. If you do that, you don't have to do it again because what will happen is each day you'll get an email shortly before the show starts. That's easier for you to say. Shortly before the show starts that says... When you're ready to join the show, just click here. So you don't have to log in or anything. Just boom, you're in like Flynn. And you see the charts live in real time. 
and you have access to the question box. Okay? Okay. Now, not only do we stream live on YouTube each day, but we archive every daily show. Currently, we have over 1,800 daily live broadcasts archived there for your educational and viewing pleasure. So, of course, we'll start with a word of prayer. Now, I don't know about you, but I often find myself looking all around for God's goodness uh, as a believer when all I really have to do is just look right in front of me. His goodness is packaged in all things, and as cliche as it sounds, His goodness is just as much the little things as the big things. It's the breath in my lungs as my feet hit the floor in the mornings. It's in the encounters I have with neighbors when I take my daily walk. And it's most certainly in the smiling face or faces of my family. God's goodness isn't confined to the moments that feel grand and it has become more meaningful to me since I realized this simple fact. His goodness is also in the unseen. I believe the gifts in the unseen are one of the most overlooked parts of Scripture. Ponder with me a moment all God did in the unseen that only the prophets knew about. I think of the book of Exodus with all the conversations between Moses and God. The Israelites didn't know everything unfolding in these unseen conversations. All they could do was just trust in the goodness of the one true God. There's a conversation between God and Moses in Exodus 3. It's Exodus 3, 7 through 10. Then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And now, behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And, of course, we all know that Moses fought with that. He didn't really want to do that, uh, but God sent him anyway. So, brothers and sisters, God's goodness is unfolding in the seen and the unseen. In the big moments and also the mundane moments. In the convenient and the inconvenient. We need only to seek the Lord and his heart with eyes wide open to all he is doing. My prayer is that this encourages your heart as much as it did mine 
I pray you to live aware every moment of the goodness of God. And when we see tragedies like we've seen over the weekend with these hurricanes, these tornadoes, earthquakes, just devastation, uh, some people will say, where's the goodness of God in that? You know, God's thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. I don't have the answer to that question. But I do know that we serve a good God. And we want to remember these people, their families, and all that they'll have to deal with in the coming weeks, months, and years. So please, pray with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for all you do out of your great love for us. I pray that my heart seeks you and desires to see your goodness in all of life's circumstances. May I always trust you even when I cannot see what you're doing. Help me more and more to see the goodness that is right in front of me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And happy Monday. Hope it's a happy Monday for you. Whoever you are, wherever you are, if you have friends and family in the areas that were affected by these tornadoes, uh, if you need prayer, if you'd like someone to pray with you, pray for you, pray over you, pray for your family, we do have live prayer every day, Monday through Friday, on Facebook. It's a live stream, and we start between roughly 9 to 9.15-ish every morning. And I've posted links in the Telegram group, so if you want to join us, you're certainly welcome. Let me give you the numbers from around the world. These are the cash markets. Uh, the indices will start with, as they're called. All right, here we go. In the U.S., the Dow is down 301 points, almost 1%. NASDAQ down 173, that's over 1%. S&P 500 down 31 points. And the Russell 2000 down 42 points. That's a drop of almost 2%. Now the Russell, our man in the street, was hinting at this weakness back on Friday and we talked about it. Now here we are. In the commodity basket, crude oil down 17 cents, trading 71.50 last. Gold up $4.60, trading 17.89.40 last. Silver up a penny, trading 22.26 last. In the Asian markets at the close, Nikkei posted a gain of 202 points. The Shanghai rose 15. Hang Seng fell 41. And in the European markets at the close, the FTSE was down 60 points, almost 1%. The DAX dropped only a point and a half, and the CAC fell 48. So that gives us mixed day in Asia. It was a red day in the UK. And so far, it's a real big Radio Monday here in the U.S. of A. So with that, we'll pass it off to Michael. 
He'll give us a recap of everything that happened in the live training room this morning. After that, I'll be back and we'll go over the Logic 247 alerts, the concierge trade alerts, and at any point during the broadcast, if you have a question, don't hesitate to type it into the chat box because we're very happy to answer any questions that you have. Michael, I can see your charts. That means it's all, all right. yours. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good afternoon, everyone. Today is Monday, the 13th day of December 2021. Now, if you've not taken a free trial with us and you want to, then just go here to emetrainingschool.com. Here, all we ask for is your first name, your email, and your phone number. You can tell us to be a trading challenge so we can tailor one-on-one training just for you. Once you do that, hit the send button and you'll be sent a confirmation link. You must click on that confirmation link, okay? If you don't click the confirmation link, we don't know that you took the free trial, so you gotta make sure you click on that link, all right? All right, spreadsheet. Now, if you are gonna read the spreadsheet, you have to read all the CFTC risk disclosures down at the bottom. Today, as I said, is the 13th day of December, 2021. Today, we made 45 ticks in crude, 16 ticks in gold, and four ticks on the ES. What is it, plus 660 on the morning session? And today it took 18 minutes and one trade to get to the goal for the day. At that point, we're up $100 contract, and we took a total of 12 trades. Um, so on the month now, that puts us at that puts us at $8,175 a contract. That's over nine trading days, averaging $908 per contract per two-hour trading day. Now, we've gotten our goal for the day in 235 out of 238 possible days. And that puts us at $140,250 per contract per two-hour trading day. That's one contract, two hours per day. All right, over 238 days, we average $589 per contract per contract per two-hour day. On the on the year now, if you were following the 2420 blueprint and you quit trading whenever you got your goal for the day and you added one contract per month, you would now have traded a total of 62 hours this year, 62 and a half hours, and you would have averaged $2,992 per hour. Okay, $2,992 per hour. All right, so let's get into what we did, okay? Um, we actually didn't have a ton of trades today, so this part probably won't take too long. Now, I was referring to the 30 minute quite a bit here because we had this big move up last night or over the weekend. Um, and I really liked the way that it was looking last night, but I had a feeling it was gonna be just like last last week when it did the same thing. Um, it did it and then it gave us kind of a head fake. Um, it wasn't, if we look at it on a, on a daily chart, it was like right over here. This time it was a head fake at the end of the weekend and then a huge move down and it ended the week really strong. And that's what I'm thinking this week we'll probably do. We're starting out this week with a big move down on the first day, but last night had a big move up, almost all-time highs last night. We we're 20 points away from all-time highs last night, even less than 20 points away. And I had a feeling that once the markets opened up today, it was going to tank. And then now the rest of the week, I'm thinking we're probably going to move up. So we'll just deal with what's in front of us, okay? trade what's in front of us, take what the market gives. Um, and today, it started off really slow. It didn't give a whole bunch of trade at the beginning. There were some trade setups in here, but I missed the first bunch of them. There's one there and one there. 
um, each one could have gotten a goal for the day. And then I wasn't really paying all that much attention to the ES through here, it looks like, because I didn't even highlight the ones that set up that I missed until all the way over here. Um, there was one right in here that looks like it might have stopped you out to the tick. Might not have, I don't know, but it went right down to the zone down below. And it got kind of sideways in there and not really given a ton of opportunity. There were a couple of trades that I did take in here somewhere. Yeah, we took um, one right here with a break even, one right here with a plus four, and one right here with another break even. And it got really messy. And this is all during the break. Um, there was one short right here, and now it looks like it's gone right back up to the weekly trading zone. Um, there was a long right here to go back up to the zone. Another one right there and there and there. Um, and that was it. On the ES, we only ended up with plus four after just three trades. Oops. So I'm going to have to update my spreadsheet to add one more trade to the total of the day. Um, we'll go with gold now. On gold, we had just a few trades. You know, we can do the whole day like this. There's just not a whole bunch of movement. You know, the day started here and ended here. Um, our first trade on gold, this is where we got the goal for the day. We had plus 10 on that, and then we had a plus six right there. And it just didn't give up that many trades. It was one here that I missed. And now we're all the way over in the break right here. And there really wasn't anything you could do. There was one short right here during the break. Just one little trade right there. This is the G contract. And let me just go check the data because we did roll the ES uh, to, the, to the H contract today. Okay, now I'm pretty sure the G contract is right for the gold. Let me go to the metals. G contract, yeah, the G contract is going to be right. Um, the next contract isn't going to be, we're not going to be hitting that one for a little bit. And the G is definitely the right contract. Um, but we just had a pretty quiet day with just 16 ticks on gold. Now, the thing about the markets today is that when they were hitting, they were hitting pretty good gains most of the time, crude oil particularly. Um, now, crude, we started out right here with a stop out, pretty much the tick on crude. And then we missed a trade right there. And we picked up eight ticks there to get us back to zero. Okay, then we had a break even there and a plus six on that, it looks like, to get us to 16. And to get us to six. Then we went from six to 22. So we had to have a 16 tick trade somewhere in here, right here, to go from. 6 to 22 we had a 16 tick trade and then i believe we had a 26 tick trade on the next one to get us up to 48 then we had a break even and a five tick trade to get us to 53 and then we stopped out to get us back down to 45 all right and then we get into the break now during the break it looks like there was one short right here and bounce off the BBC right there. And that was it. There just was not a lot of opportunity today. Um, we didn't have any news events really to push the markets around. So, you know, they were just, if you look at the 30 minute charts, you know, I was drawing in these things, the woo spots. You know, we triggered the woo spot on this as soon as the market opened. It, it like nailed this woo spot and then there was this kind of choppy area right in here. 
that I was expecting to get down to and, and kind of hang up in. And it did kind of hang up for a little bit. It gave a retracement, a bounce off that area, a move up. And then we got down into the next move spot. And I said, that should go down to here. And I was expecting a retracement once we got 50% of the way through that. And we did get the retracement. And now we got almost all the way through and it's retracing again. So I'd look for, you know, right now we got the MA1 right above us on the 30 minute, we've got the MA1 right above us. And it's looking like it might want to, I want to push down even a little bit more here. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens with it. Okay. That is the ES. Now over here on crude. In here on this candle, I was looking for a close on or above the MA1 and a retracement of 50% of this candle. Well, we didn't get the close on or above the MA1, but we did immediately get the retracement of that candle. When it opened right here, it went a little bit higher and then it retraced 50% of that candle, almost to the tick. And then I was saying, well, we're going to look for a move up and a close above the MA1. If we get the close above the MA1, then we should have a nice move up on our hands. And if this starts moving up, then this should start moving up and this should start moving down. Now, on the gold, I had drawn in this triangle here that it was creating this morning. And you can see it was holding pretty well up until the break. And during the break, it closed up above the triangle. And right now, it's it's sort of coming right back down into it. But um, but this close up above right here is either going to be a head fake or it's going to be... Uh, it's going to turn into a really bearish candle. You know, we're going to be able to maybe stretch that out that way and leave this one alone and wait for the close down here. Now, if we get down below the the uh, BBC here, we start to close down below the BBC on a 30-minute chart here on gold, then that would be really bearish for gold and bullish for everything else. But that was the morning. Okay, so... Go back here to the spreadsheet. Now, if you're going to read the spreadsheet, you got to read all the CFTC risk disclosures down at the bottom. Today is Monday, the 13th day of December, 2021. We made 45 ticks in crude, 16 ticks in gold, and four ticks on the ES. Put us at plus 660 on the morning session. Today, it took 18 minutes and one trade to get to the goal for the day. At that point, we're up $100 a contract, and we took a total of 12 trades. So on the month now, um, we're up $8,175 a contract. That's over nine trading days, averaging $908 per contract per two-hour trading day. We've gotten our goal on 235 out of 238 days so far this year, and that puts us at plus $140,250. Now, I want to knock off ten grand more before the end of the month, um, but that gives us 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 full days and two half days, but I don't know what the, I don't know what the trading is going to be like. No, I say it's going to be holiday trading, but it's the end of the year also. So there's still going to be some activity. Um, that said, it was over 238 days, averaging $589 per contract per two hour trading day. And if you were to quit trading when you got your goal for the day and add one contract per month, following the 2420 blueprint. You would have worked a total of 62 and a half hours on the year, and you would have averaged $2,992 per hour. All right. If you've not taken the free trial and you want to, then go here to amytrainingschool.com, and on this page, just fill this out. Give us your first name, your email, your phone number. Tell us your biggest trading challenge so we can tailor one-on-one training just for you. Hit the send button. You're going to be sent a confirmation link. You must click on that link. Okay. All right, guys, that's it. With that, I can pass it back out to Studio A in fabulous Phoenix, Arizona, overlooking South Mountain, America's largest city park. Dwayne, if you are ready.
All right, what do you take? Just one second. Okay. Good stuff. This open and let me grab the screen. Okay. And there we are. Recap of the recap. Uh, today it took 18 minutes and one trade to get to $100 per contract. Good job. Okay. Okay. Most excellent. Okay. Logic 247, here's where we stand. Logic 247 is our 24-7 around-the-clock e-mini alert service. It opens for business Sunday night at 6 p.m. Eastern and remains open around the clock until Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern. Since the market opened last night at 6 p.m. Eastern, we've issued a total of 14 alerts. We're still waiting on the outcome of two that gave us 12 actionable alerts of which two or 8% would have been stopped out based on not risking more than $300 per contract per trade, less when possible, using market structure and a very simple three-step process that we teach all of our traders. And here's where we stood last night right after the open. Uh, issued seven alerts, all seven actionable, Nothing stopped out, so, but that was last night, and today's a new day. So now you know where we stand for this week. Now, let me show you where we ended up last week. Last week was week 175. We ended the week with a total of 74 alerts, 9 never triggered. We had 65 actionable alerts of which 8 or 12% would have been stopped out based on that $300 risk profile I just mentioned. And so last night began week 176. Here was the first alert coming out of the gate, long on the S&P, long on the Dow, long on the Russell, long on the NQ, long on crude, long on gold, and long on silver. And then today we had a short on the S&P, we had a stop out on the Dow, we had a short on the NQ, still waiting on gold, we had a short on crude oil, we had a stop out on silver, and we're still waiting on the Russell. Now, the Logic 247 alerts come out, as I said, around the clock. It could be 2 a.m. or 2 p.m. It's whenever opportunity presents itself. And since we have traders around the globe, our day session is their night session and vice versa. Now, no matter which side of the pond you're on, our original alert service, the Concierge Trade Alerts, the format for those is different. These are published not as opportunity presents itself, this is published, this static report, this forward guidance for the entire session is posted shortly after the Globex open. So last night it was 6.30 p.m. Eastern, 
There's two numbers for each market. Whatever market you trade, make note of the price of that market at the time this report is posted. Because if price starts trending up towards 47.14, that's bullish. So our strategy will look for opportunities to be long the market. That's where you'll use Logic 247 and everything Michael and Valerie teach you in the live training room to yourself find opportunities to find ways to be long the market. If on the other hand, price starts trending down towards 46.87, that's bearish. And that's when you'll start looking for opportunities to be short the market using Logic 247 and everything you've learned in the live training room. So if you want to grab a quick screenshot of this, go right ahead and then we'll head into the charts. Five, four, three, two, and one. Okay, I think I had one headline I thought was worth sharing. North and South Korea, the U.S. and China have agreed in principle to formally end the Korean War. Now that's a big deal. Many of you grew up watching MASH, one of the greatest TV shows of all time with Hawkeye and BJ. And at some point BJ got replaced or he replaced the other guy that was Hawkeye's sidekick. Uh, I, I, I bet I've watched every episode five, six times. Uh, in fact, if I were to sit down and watch an episode right now, I could probably deliver the punchline to all of Hawkeye's sharp comments. South Korean President Moon Jae-in said Monday during a visit to Australia, the fighting stopped with an armistice in 1953, but never officially was declared over. For now, Moon said, we are not able to sit down for a discussion or negotiation on the declarations due to demands made by North Korea which wants the U.S. to drop what it calls its hostile policy towards the North. North Korea has long objected to the presence of U.S. forces in South Korea. Uh, I've been there. I know I, I know what South Korea is like. I went to Chinhae, Pusan. Ah, joint U.S.-South Korean training exercises and U.S. sanctions imposed over North Korea's nuclear weapons buildup. U.S. State Department told Axios that U.S. officials are prepared to meet without preconditions. Is this one of the few smart moves our new president has made? Or is it another sign of weakness? Turning to lighter news, MGM Resorts is letting job hunters try out roles using VR. That's virtual reality. As it looks to reduce employee churn, the casino and hotel company is letting applicants test out a job using virtual reality before they commit to the position. Guys, things happening in the metaverse, incredible. There are churches springing up in the metaverse. Uh, one of our members posted a link last night and I went and checked it out. Uh, there's a virtual church in the metaverse uh, where according to the comments, uh, two people 
accepted Christ yesterday in a virtual reality church. As you know, Facebook has changed its parent company name to Meta, much the same way Google changed its parent company name to Alphabet. So, with the news out of the way, and again, our prayers are with the people, the families, the communities that have been struck by this horrific weather that we've seen. Uh, the devastation is absolutely incredible. So our hearts and our thoughts are with all those affected. All right, let's do the daily chart of the S&P 500 E-mini futures. If you leave your charts running, you should always, when a new session starts, you should refresh your daily chart to get any kinks out of the indicators. And let's see what we got on our hands here. Okay. <clears throat> the last leg up in the S&P began when the low was put in on October 1st. And it continued until the all-time historic high was put in on November 22nd. And because we rolled contracts, I can see that this needs to be adjusted just a little bit. How about down here? Yes, because we're now trading the H contract versus the Z contract. So from this low to this high to this retracement low, we're able to project into the future where the market may find resistance. And so just below the all-time historic high is the 50% Fibonacci price extension. Now on this move down, now things have changed a little from when we looked at the chart Friday because Friday we were looking at the December contract. But now that we've rolled to the H contract, we can see, we can't see the bounce off the 38% Fib, but we can still see the one, two, three bounces off the 50% Fib retracement on the daily chart. That last bounce sent us up to challenge to fill this window, uh, which we drew on the show. And as you can see, today's high, right up to the resistance area that we drew in. We need to overcome that in order to take out the all-time historic high. Now, we're printing a red candle and we are sitting at the 38% Fib extension, just below that is the daily BBC. So we've already dropped through, or we're dropping through the daily step line. And so if we get below the step line, there's this, if we get below the low of today, actually the low of today, uh, 46.62 half, then we have this window of opportunity that would take us down to the daily BBC, which we would expect to give us a tremendous bounce. And with all this blue and climbing in the picture, I think what we see is potentially 
a bottom for now and the remainder of this week now whether we get down to this level or not 46 what is the low here 46.57 okay our lowest weekly zone this week is down at 45.82 slash 83 but I could see us finding support here and then spending the remainder of the week and possibly next week climbing and attempting to take out this all-time historic high now we're very minimalist when it comes to indicators you only see a couple indicators on my chart green lines the BBC it stands for bull bear cross when price crosses below it we're bearish we anticipate lower prices when price gets above that green line we're bullish and we anticipate higher prices but once we get back below it we anticipate lower prices and then above it higher prices the other indicator you see is called the CFMA1 I refer to it as blue and climbing and red and falling one is bullish represents support the other is bearish represents resistance so important numbers for today high of the session 47 23 and a quarter and then the low of the session 46 62 and a half if you're trading in smaller time frames you should write those numbers down so that you have them as a reference point and you don't get stuck <coughs> in that tick vortex where you're unaware of what's happening in the bigger picture because the bigger picture has a very dramatic effect on what happens in the smaller time frames however a move will begin in the smaller time frame before it unfolds in the larger time frame so it's a bit of a juggling act and that's why we teach all of our traders how to use multiple time frames so this area that we had drawn in last week we've seen it act as support 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 question is if we come on down will it be support again if we trade through it that's when we would expect to fill this window of opportunity and that window of opportunity is basically 46.58 down to 46.42 okay so nice opportunity on the short side but we don't trade off the daily chart Michael trains you in the morning Michael and Valerie on the four tick range chart the reason we use a fast chart for the training in the morning is number one it's kind of like boot camp right if you can learn to do that you're ready to go fight any battle in any market in any time frame everything we teach the indicators we use are fluid across all markets all time frames not only futures S&P Dow Russell crude gold silver NQ but stocks crypto those of you that are beta testing trading view are finding that out I've said it for years that everything we do is fluid across all markets and all time frames now you're having an opportunity to see that play out live in real time so here's the S&P okay 
Now last night, the market opened, I forgot to put my, my little marks in, my little vertical lines. Okay, I'll get back to that guy. I'm getting a new computer, guys. This morning the market was moving so fast. This old beast, it's been good to me, but it just couldn't keep up with the market. And then when the market finally slowed down, everything was fine. So this was the opening candle last night. The Logic 247 entry was at 47.15. Uh, the CTA entry was at 47.14. And so we hit the second target. Now last night we were using last week's weekly trading zones. I have now rolled all, I usually wait till Tuesday, but I went ahead and rolled my zones over to the new zones uh, this morning. So we triggered the logic at 47.15. We hit the first target, then we hit the second target, and then we put in a swing high at 47.23 and a quarter. And the third target was just north of the new weekly trading zone. Okay. The long CTA, I just showed you the list of the CTAs from 47.14. The target last night um, would have been the weekly trading zone overhead. And from 47.14, that would have been way up at 47.80. Okay, so we made it past the second target. Now, let me just take a moment to show you how this works. You've already got your CTAs. You've already had a snapshot of that. So let me show you this. Okay, so 47.15 was the entry to be long, the initial target, 47.17. The initial target is always worth 100 bucks because a lot of people have a two-point daily goal in the S&P, and it's the equivalent, it's $100 equivalent in the other markets. It would be 10 ticks in crude, 10 ticks in gold. Uh, the only one that's different is the NQ because of its volatility. The initial target is always 20 points, which is $200 per contract traded. And so then we hit the second target at 47.19. And we did not make it to the third target, as you can see. Okay. But from 47.15 up to 47.23. Uh, that's eight points at $50 a point. That's $400 per contract traded. That's what the market made available. Okay. Now, important prices, important areas are almost always tested. What does that mean? That means that once an alert triggers, there is a greater probability of it triggering multiple times than not triggering multiple times. Fortunately, not all triggers are created equal. You see here we had blue and climbing and that's what we want on a long trade. We did dip back below the trigger here. We found support at the BBC in the discussion group last night. I stated 
guys, it looks like we're headed back to the BBC where we did find support. It did give us a bounce. It did give us another trigger of the CTA, but it was in the face of red and falling, which is a shame because it did produce a beautiful trade. Now, if you want, you can be patient and let price get above red and falling, okay? If it does get above red and falling. And again, we were using last week's weekly trading zones because the new zones don't come out until Monday morning at 6.15 a.m. Eastern. We've published the zone since December 14th of 2009. And I know for myself, uh, it's become one of the single best tools that I have in my trading toolbox. Now, on the short side, uh, the initial trigger at 46.87 took us down to uh, 46.80. 60, it was 79.75, so we'll be conservative and call it 46.80. So that's seven points at $50 a point, $350 per contract traded. And we got back above the trigger, and we dropped again. This time, we dropped all the way down to... 4663 87 minus 63 it's 24 points at $50 a point it's $1200 per contract traded okay so we had the initial trigger then we got back above the trigger triggered again I'm sorry, we got back above the trigger here and triggered again. So we had one truly good trigger on the CTA long side. We had multiple triggers, uh, but they were questionable. Now, if I drag this on over, okay, once we get back to blue and climbing, okay, then a re-trigger is acceptable. However, well, actually, this did. It dipped below, red candle all the way down, got below the trigger. We had blue and climbing, and it ran back up to 47, mm, seven. We'll call it two points. We'll be conservative, okay? All right. So that's what happened last night on the S&P. As you see, we consolidated at the weekly trading zone, the new weekly trading zone for a number of hours. We sliced through this new zone and what typically happens on a slice is when the slice runs out of momentum, it will retrace back to the zone it sliced through and then continue in the direction of the slice. Only three things happen at a weekly trading zone. The most common thing, what you'll see most of the time, okay, is consolidation. 70, 75% of the time. The second most likely thing is rejection. That's when a 30 minute candle closes and the only thing left touching the zone is the wick, okay?
And then the third and least likely thing, 5 to 10% of the time, but we've had a lot more of them lately, we slice, we pull back up to the zone, and then we continue in the direction of the slice. And the S&P looks like it wants to keep falling. Now, keep an eye on this potential support right there. See, it's not magic. It's just knowing how to read a chart. It's understanding the power of support and resistance. Some people will tell you that's horse and buggy, man. This is the age of algorithms. You can't be trading support and resistance. Well, I beg to differ. And our results show it over the last 176 weeks. And I forget how many alerts we're up to now. Where is my thing here? I just published this morning alert number 9,141. And what we've learned over now 176 weeks is that 20% of the time the market does not do the next high probability thing. So we know going in that 20% of our trades on an average week will be stopped out. But if you go back and look at the ones that got stopped out, on the second and third and fourth trigger, chances are in many cases they did run to the target. But we only record for the recap what happened on the initial trigger. Okay? And so <clears throat> if it stopped out, it stopped out. But you should keep an eye on it because the market's probably going to challenge that important price, important area again. So just because you see a logic alert in the recap that got stopped out. Okay, that's fine. But watch and see what happens when price comes back to that area again. Now, window of opportunity right now on the S&P. We need to get below red and falling. So 46.67 down to 46.63. It's about a four-point window of opportunity. Then we've got more potential resistance here. And then we've got a big window down here. Okay. So. You might write this down because I'm not going to take the time to put it out as an alert right now. 46.67. Down to 46.64. That's three points. $150 per contract traded. Something like that. Okay. But you got to keep in mind. There's resistance here. And then. If we get through that area. We have another. Resistance area there. Or support area. I'm sorry. And then we've got this nice window down here. Okay. So if the bears keep the pedal to the metal, window, resistance, tiny window, I'd leave it alone. Potential support. That was support. This is support. This is another window of opportunity. Okay. All right. Let's go to the Dow.
where it too is fallen along with the other indices. And the fact that we've fallen so far, so early in the week, tells me that tomorrow morning could be the turnaround. Okay, tomorrow might be a for real turnaround Tuesday. Okay. So the long last night was 36,000. The CTA entry was 35,960. And it ran up to, uh, from says 40, there's 70 points. At $5 a point, $350 per contract traded. And then we had another small trigger here on the long side. Uh, and this one was good for about 16 points. Okay, I'm sorry. I gave you the figures on the logic entry, the figures on the CTA. It's 30 points at $50 a point, $150 per contract traded. And then here we got 16 points at $5 a point. And then we've got another 16 points at $5 a point. But now we got red falling in the picture. And so we're not interested really in taking this long. Now let me put in what I failed to put in last night. Okay. So that right there, that separates Friday. That was Thursday. Friday, the vertical line separates each session. This was the opening candle last night when the market opened at 6 p.m. Eastern. So we had a nice ride to the upside, and then we caught a bearish cross here about 7 a.m. Eastern this morning. Uh, the London Open, right here is where we pull back to the BBC on the London Open, 3 a.m. Eastern. And that's where we made our final attempt to move higher. But you see, we had a high, we had a lower high, we had a lower high, and then a lower high. And the bearish cross, which led to a trigger of the short CTA, which was 35,730. And from 35,730, we've dropped to a low of 5. So 730 minus 505. 730 minus 505. Market made 225 points available at $5 a point. That's $1,125 per contract traded. So what the market made available, we don't have an exit signal yet. Okay, you see how on this decline, the step line is on the left side of red and falling. Now that the market has found support, price has started to walk sideways. And you'll notice that the step line has crossed over to the right side 
of red and falling. So at this point, any green close above the step line, now that it's crossed over, that would be the official exit signal. Okay, that works on all extended moves. If, if you're in the trade for the long haul, okay, if you're looking to grab your two points and go, that's perfect, that's fine, nothing wrong with that. That's why the initial target is always geared to give you that initial target. But if you decided to stay in this for something bigger on your 30 minute chart, you just watch that step line. And as long as it stays on the left side of red and falling, there's no reason, no good reason to get out until price starts to walk sideways, step line crosses. So now could the market keep dropping? It could. Could the step line get back on the left side of red and falling? It could. But a green close above the step line is the official exit signal if you're still in the trade. All right, on to the Russell. Okay. And so last night, the opening candle. This was last night's opening candle. Uh, the logic alert was to be long 22.17. It took us up seven points to 22.24 where the CTA was and we got rejected at the CTA. Price often behaves around a CTA the same way it does around a WTZ. That little noise you just heard in the background that's a little app I have where the heaven, the host of heavenly angels sing hallelujah to remind me to just take a moment to pause and reflect. You know, I don't have to light any candles, burn any incense. It's just a gentle reminder to uh, be grateful. Think about God for a moment and all he's done for me. Okay, now while we didn't trigger really on the long side of the CTA, the Logic 247 alert worked out just fine. The short trigger was 21.84. So on the first trigger, we dropped to 21.81. So that's three points, $50 a point, $150 per contract traded. Then we got back above the trigger, triggered again. And from 21.84, the market dropped to 21.63. That's basic, that's 21 points, 20 points, $50 a point. That's $1,000 per contract traded right there over the course of an hour and a half. Bearish cross, support. And then on the slice, we sliced. Remember this was a big red candle. Price came right back to the zone, it sliced through then continued in the direction of the slice. In Q. Okay. And so. Right there. Okay. 
Hey, this was the opening candle last night. On the NQ, the logic alert was at 16.369, and it took us up 38 points at $20 a point. $760 per contract traded is what the market made available. As you can see, the long CTA did not trigger. Okay. The short CTA, on the other hand, did trigger. We pulled back. Here's the London Open, 3 a.m. Eastern. The pull back to the VVC hell. It holds more often than it doesn't. It rallied up to the new weekly trading zone at 16.408-09, where we found resistance. When price rises to a weekly zone, we expect resistance. When price drops to a weekly zone, we expect support until proven otherwise. So this resistance led us to a bearish cross, which took us down to the zone where we found support. In fact, that support bounced us all the way up to this high, okay? When this candle opened, it was green and it traveled all the way up to 16.314. Then it reversed course. The second time it dropped through the zone, triggered the short CTA at 16.251. And we put in a low at uh, 112. So 251. 251 minus 112. It's 139 points at $20 a point. It's $2,780 per contract traded. That's what the market made available. We haven't quite made it to the zone. We've got red and falling. Now, you see, same thing. See how the step line's on the left side all the way down? Price starts to walk sideways. If this candle closes green, and it just, this candle just started, okay? Still got 26 minutes left in the life of this candle. So you could take your profit now, if you're still in the trade, if you want to. Or you can be patient and see what happens, okay? because we still have a real nice window of opportunity down here from roughly 16143 to 16123 that's 20 points at $20 a point that window of opportunity if filled would be worth $400 per contract traded. So we've covered the S&P, the Dow, the Russell, the NQ, the four major indices. Let's go to crude oil. And the opening candle right there.
This is Friday. This is Sunday, Monday. Here's the opening candle last night. Uh, the CTA, uh, I'm sorry, the logic alert was to be long, 72.45. And on the first move up, uh, it gave us about $150 per contract traded. Now, the CTA basically got rejected. We did put in a swing high, $100 per contract traded. And then here's the London Open that didn't hold. We pulled up to the BBC. The pullback held. It holds more often than it doesn't. We got a bearish cross. And that took us down to trigger the short CTA on crude. And we hit this week's zone, which again, when price drops to a zone, we expect it to be support until proven otherwise. It bounced it up to the zone where we found resistance, back down to the zone where we found support, back up to the zone where we found resistance. Blue and climbing came into the picture. Now price has gotten back above the BBC. So from 71.30, now the zone is 70.95 slash 71. So from 71.30 to 71, that's $300 per contract traded once, twice, three times. Three $300 per contract trades available from the published entry the published target because by the time this happened the new weekly zones had been published we've published them since December 14th of 2009 they come out Monday morning for our members at 6 15 a.m. Eastern now starting next month those of you who get your CTAs via email versus the telegram channel the format's going to change just a little bit. We'll be using a different mail server, uh, but the information will all be the same. Okay, so we'll we'll walk you through it as that approaches. Uh, in fact, you probably won't even notice much of a difference. Okay. All right, that's the story on crude oil. Now, prices above the BBC. We don't have a bullish cross yet. If price starts to move higher on crude, be consciously aware of this bearish cross, which on the first trip up will most likely be potential resistance. Anytime you have a bearish cross that leads to an extended move, when price returns to that area the first time, it tends to act as good resistance. Same is true of a bullish cross. Okay. When price returns to the area of a bullish cross, it will most likely be support on the first time back down. Here, on this bullish cross, the market was so heavy, there was so much bearish momentum, it just pushed right on through it. Now, on a smaller time frame, it may have bounced around a little bit, but from a 30-minute viewpoint, it fell to the zone below. 
Okay. Alright. So that's the story on crude. Two more markets. Here's gold. And... This was the open last night on gold. Uh, the CTA trigger, or the logic trigger, was to buy 17.85, and we put in a high at 17.90. That's $500 per contract traded. That's what the market made available. In that same move, we triggered the CTA at 17.88. which is $200 per contract traded. And then we had the pullback to the logic. See how the logic triggered again? And again, and again. Logic trigger. If you look at the horizontal line on my cursor, I see one, two, three, four triggers. Okay, however, uh, we wouldn't be buying here because price is below the BBC. We want to be long above the BBC. We want to be short below the BBC. Now, over here, we got back to blue and climbing. And so this trigger of the CTA is valid. 1788 up to 1791. It's $300 per contract traded. And we've basically gone from zone down to the zone. And now we're trying to get back up to the zone. Price is above the BBC. And when that's the case, we do anticipate higher prices. The fact that we have blue and climbing in the picture makes it a greater likelihood that we will see higher prices. Although we had a high and a lower high. So we need to take out that high. And so... The window of opportunity is right there. Okay. One market left. Silver. By the way, if you listen on our YouTube channel, please hit the subscribe button and ding the little bell. That way, anytime we go live, you'll be notified, okay? And in the future, there are going to be times when we go live outside of our normally scheduled broadcast times. Uh, I'm building a new radio station in the background. I'm not ready to unveil it to the public yet, but there's some uh, heavy construction going on. So I'll keep you posted on that. Okay, here's silver. And the open last night was right there. Okay, so this was the opening candle for silver. The CTA was 22.28. First trigger took us up to 22.35 at seven pennies. Okay, 
Let's put that in context. A hundred pennies is five grand. Twenty-five pennies is $1,250. This is a seven penny move, okay? And then price pulled back on the London Open. Right here, it failed, it triggered again, but got red and falling in the picture, so you're not interested in that trigger. Now we got blue and climbing again, so we're very interested in this. Uh, in fact, the way this one worked out is it ran from 2228 right to the target, from the published entry to the published target. From 28 to 37, that's nine pennies, okay? Two pennies, hundred bucks. Price gets back below the trigger, triggers again, runs to the target again, and then some. And then price pulls back to the BBC. The pullback held, holds more often than it doesn't. What was the swing low? Exactly 22.28. So we want to see it go at least one tick below the trigger to call it an official trigger. But if you understand <coughs> our methodology and strategy, then you know that this is our highest possibility trade setup. Bullish cross, price pulls away, price pulls back. And on a 30-minute chart, you don't have to wait for the next candle to close. You just need to see that the market's trying to move higher. Okay? So maybe your entry came here at 2230, 31, up to 35. You now four pennies. A couple hundred bucks per contract traded. Or if you really understand the methodology and the strategy, you are potentially long off of this, this blue and climbing, right as it's crossing. No reason not to be long right there, even if you didn't have the CTA to guide you. As you can see, we hit the target. Published entry to the published target, twice in a row. And that brings us all the way around the world back to the S&P daily chart where we're sitting just about where we were, okay? We want to get below the step line, fill this window of opportunity, and because we've dropped so far so quickly this week, if we hit the lowest weekly trading zone on the S&P by tomorrow morning, and that's not that far away. Well, it's a piece. 45.82. We got a zone at 46.42. We'd have to get through first. But after being, you know, so uh, active this morning, the market's really kind of quietened down. And since I drew that window of opportunity, Red and falling has dropped because we got a new candle. Uh, does that invalidate this window of opportunity? Mm, no, I would still be inclined uh, to trade that. Because red and falling supports a move lower. Okay. All right. With that, 
we'll go to our good word for the day. On Friday, we talked about learning to be alone with God. Some people have a hard time being alone with themselves. Some of you have never lived alone. You grew up in your parents' home. Maybe you went off to college, had a roommate, fell in love, got married, got an apartment. Some people have never learned to be comfortable alone in their own skin. If that's you. I really encourage you to focus on learning to be okay being alone because you're never really alone because wherever you go and whatever you do, good or bad, God is there. Emmanuel. Today, we'll talk about your habits, whatever they are, the bad ones, the ones you want to break. Through Christ, you can break the habit, whatever it is. It could be procrastination, it could be smoking, it could be drinking, it could be drugs. It can be anything that you feel you don't have control over. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Stubborn habits assume a life of their own. That's why they keep growing. They have a mind that thinks for you, a voice that speaks to you, and a power that keeps conquering you. So what do you do? Pray and proclaim God's word over your habit, whatever it is. In Jeremiah 1.12, God said, I am watching over my word to perform it. Pray this, Lord, your word says that if I call on you, You'll answer me, that you'll be with me in trouble. You'll honor and deliver me. You can read about that in Psalm 91.15. You promised that through the power of your indwelling spirit, I can be free from this vicious cycle of temptation, sin, and failure. That's in Romans 8.2. God, you said if I fully committed my life to you, I'd have the strength to resist the enemy and that he would flee from me. That's James 4, 7. Your word says you've given me the power to pull down my old mental strongholds and take control of every wayward thought, imagination, and impulse. 2 Corinthians 10.5 God, you promised that by reading and meditating on your word each day, I'd become a partaker in your divine nature and overcome the tendencies of my flesh. 2 Peter 
And God, you promised to strengthen me in my mind, my emotions, and my will. That my self-worth would be based solely on your love for me. That you would do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I could ask or think. Because you're at work in me. Ephesians 3.14 So today I claim victory over this habit. In Jesus' name, amen. I will post that prayer in the Breeze Discussion channel. So, the good word for the day is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, if you've not yet become a part of the CFRN family, it is the season, and I think Valerie has a ho-ho-ho special passport offer for you. You can go to eminifuturestrading.com and just get signed up with a couple mouse clicks. The passport is for life. It never expires. You don't have to renew it. It provides you with a living, breathing instructor every day for two hours, from 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Eastern, every trading day. Imagine trying to learn how to become an electrician without having an electrician to teach you how to become an electrician. That would be a shocking experience. Imagine learning how to become a pilot without having a pilot to teach you how to not crash the airplane. I could go on, but you get the idea. The reason 9 out of 10 new traders fail is simply because they don't have anyone to teach them how to trade. They got books, they got videos, and I have nothing against books or videos. We've got thousands of videos. And there's two trading books I highly recommend, Trading in the Zone by Mark Douglas, and also Read the Greed, Take the Money uh, by Mike Reed. Uh, I don't know that you can get a copy of Mike Reed's book anymore. Uh, both were dear friends. Both have now passed. Uh, I know, in fact, one of our members posted in the discussion group the other day a place where they found a hardcover, I believe, Trading in the Zone book for a very reasonable price. I paid like 40, maybe almost 50 bucks at Barnes and Noble for my hardcover copy. Uh, <clears throat> and I was alerted yesterday that our Audible trial link is not working because all of our passport holders get a free legal audio book copy of Trading in the Zone. And some people go, how are you going to learn how to trade from a book that doesn't have any setups or charts or indicators well because 90 percent of trading is what goes on between your ears the battle is not with the charts the battle is with your own mind your own thinking trading in the zone teaches you that this is a business based on probabilities it was a game changer for me as I read and reread that book and chased down the author and took him to lunch and became uh, pretty good friends with him. 
uh, right up until he passed. So, new traders fail because they don't have that living, breathing teacher. Putting on, taking off trades in real time, in live markets, explaining every move, every trade, the rule and reason behind it, and answering your questions as you trade alongside in your simulator until you qualify to actually go live. Not only do you have that group training every day, but you also have access to unlimited one-on-one -on -one private mentoring. You'll learn our proprietary methodology, which works, as I said, not only with futures, but stocks, cryptos. You'll own our indicator set for life. You'll receive the Logic 247 alerts and the concierge trade alerts. You'll have access to the Thursday night workshops, all that, and so much more. It truly is everything a trader needs, all under one roof, at one low price. To inquire about any specials we have available, call Valerie at 949-42-E-MINI, right here on the screen, or send an email to support at cfrn.net. That's going to do it for this Monday, 13th day of December, 2021. Thanks so much for tuning in. Whoever you are, wherever you are, may God continue to richly bless you with his mercy and with his grace. And I'll see you at the bell. Remember this, there is no greater return on investment than to see a human life changed and given hope. As always, pray hard and trade safe. Any financial information discussed on this show is simply the opinion of our host, Dwayne Reeves, his co-hosts, and guests. To learn more about trading e-mini futures or to take a one-week free trial in our live trading room, call 1-866-928-3310. 866-928-3310. Information discussed on this radio program should not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. Always do your own due diligence and consult with a licensed securities broker or financial planner before making any investment decision.